Hello. Hello. There we go. Hey, uh, my name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. Welcome to TBD. With Matt and Emily. Here we are. Matt we're, and Emily. We're here talking Do- about free, talking about tea, talking about friendship. Uh, topics, friendship, um, things to be determined. And that's that's what you're going to get out of this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I think they do. Emily, how was your day? It was a fine day. Cool. I went to Wendy's. I know. I watched you eat a sandwich. Mm, it was a pretty good sandwich. Pre-tea Wendy's. Pre-tea Wendy's. I should have got the Frosty. Yeah, you told me you didn't get a Frosty because you knew you'd be drinking tea. I should have got the Frosty. <laughs> we have a guest this week. We have a guest. <laughs> uh, please welcome to the podcast, Michael Brantle. Yay! Hello. That's his voice right there. Wow. Hi, my name's Michael. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's it's really our pleasure. Um, yeah, thank you for being here. You're another person that we both know, and we like having people we both know on the podcast. That's true. We both know you separately, but somewhat together. We met in Amy Gorlick's yes improv class. Yes, the we game. did. Yes, we did. It was like two years ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Like when she was still in New, in New York. York. Yeah. And Matt and I met. Also almost two, over two years ago. Yeah. Just over two years ago. The first Jazzercise practice, I guess, that you I was in. You guys didn't know each other before yeah. Jazzercise? No. No. It was a practice group and then it turned into an improv team. I saw him at a show though once. Oh yeah, you're friends with yeah, some yeah, people yeah. I'm friends with. I don't exactly. I feel weird about talking with people who have never been on the podcast on yeah. the podcast, but So yeah. we just said people. People. Yeah. Yeah, people? Yeah. Yeah, so I like kinda met you, but we didn't know yeah. each other. And then um but Mike and I grew up down the street from each other. Right we didn't down know the each street. other. I know, that's why I got gave him a Massachusetts class. Yeah. Massachusetts. Mass- yeah. I said Emily has a hard time saying Massachusetts? Massachusetts. Yeah. Say Worcester. Worcester. Yeah, there you go. She can do that. She just can't. Right. She has successfully said Massachusetts. I have. It's a. Uh, it's a. So you can sh- put too much thought into it, or else it, it gets confusing. Say shoot the chooser. Sh- shoot the chooser. Yeah. What? Well, Massachusetts. If Massachusetts is hard, you just like use some of the the vowels in there. Shoot the chooser. Yeah. So you should easily be able to say Massachusetts. Shoot the chooser. <laughs> Now say Massachusetts. Massachusetts. No, see, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> if I don't think about it, I can say it. Okay. But once I start thinking about it. Yeah, it gets a, I, I had that with a um, statistical. Statistical. Yeah. I, I, to the point where now I abbreviate statistical to stats. Just because okay. I know sometimes my, my tongue will get stuck in my lips. Statistical. I think we've talked about the one word I can't say on this podcast before. Yeah. But I'm going to try it again. Um, peculiar. <laughs> P-E-C-U-L-I-E-R. Peculiar. That's the word. Peculiar. Peculiar. I wasn't. I just did an okay try at it, but that's yeah. my Massachusetts. <laughs> so I just say I say the word strange instead. Sometimes when I listen back to this, <laughs> it's fair. Um. Sometimes when I listen back to this podcast, I'm like, oh my god, when did I get that accent? Control your vowels, girl. Which one did you say? I don't even notice. What do you say? Weird. Just, I think sometimes my vowels are a little bit longer. And there are some words I say weird, but. What's what's one word? I've been told I say want. Weird. Like want? I do feel like you're saying it different than I'm saying I want to go to the mall. You are saying that A very long. Want. 
My is I want. Say it again. Want. Want. Yeah, you're kind of you're saying like want. Want. <laughs> this is great to listen to. Is that Shaker Heights? Um, well, I'm from Central Ohio. Where's so, Shaker Heights? I'd say that's Northern Ohio. I think. I'm not geography isn't my strong suit. Sue. Sue. <laughs> I'd say Shaker Heights is Northeastern Ohio. Okay. Is it near Cleveland? I feel like it's. Near I, Cleveland. I don't know. I just said the, like one locale that isn't like Cleveland or Cincinnati. Is it Shaker Heights? I think. Wait, was there a? It could also be around Dayton. A Shia LaBeouf movie about Shaker Heights. If it's not Holes, I don't know. <laughs> That's so true. Listen, I get it. Wait, do you know where Holes? Does anyone know where Holes took place? <laughs> the desert. Um, uh, is there a desert in Ohio anywhere? <laughs> no. I actually think it took place in, I'm going to say Arizona. That makes sense to me, but I don't know. I've never saw it. Whenever I think. Have you uh, read it? No. Wait, there's a movie? There's a book, Holes? It was a book first, and it's a really good book. Really? By who? I don't remember, but I read it in school. It was good. It was a good book. I didn't know it was a book. I didn't know. You I guys no didn't idea. know this was a book. Yeah, no I'm, idea. Wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> I can't. Listen, okay. I'm a I'm a I'm a shy ahead. <laughs> Holes is based on a book. Okay. Hey, listen, I'm not fighting you on it. We uh, yeah, it's we agree. It's, <laughs> it's we agree. Um Whenever I think of uh Ohio, it's always the sublime song. Cleveland, Ohio. We, we all ta- of the words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about um, Ohio is for Lovers by... Uh, Cut my wrist and black my eyes. Ohio's, what's that, what's that band that? again? Um, um, Jawbreaker? No, I, uh, Hawthorne Heights. Hawthorne Heights, okay. yeah. It's part of our... We talked about it in our early 2000s emo episode, which no one wants to listen to, apparently, as I've learned. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if you... It's if, a specific... I mean... I don't think it needs to be. You can li- if you don't like. You don't have to listen to an episode because you're interested in the topic. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah, you should actually listen. I think not that if you are interested in the topic, you should avoid that episode. But I think it's more educational to listen to an episode that you know nothing about, because I think we tend to be semi high level. Like we're not diving deep into our topics. You know, like so if I'm talking about 2000s emo music. It's in an it's in a uh, approachable way, yeah. And I'm not like talking about the chords they used <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. Very that time specific. he went from B to C. Oh boy, that was a good part of that song. Yeah, see what I'm saying? I'm not talking about that. I know a lot about songs. Yeah, no, I I, I get that. Um, when Maria broke his heart in uh, sophomore year English class, and he wrote that song about the windshield. Oh man, that was a great moment. That I know, I was I was riffing off of like very spe- like what no, would yeah. be specific emo stuff. I mean, it, yeah. it related to my life so much at the time because I also was in high school in an English class. <laughs> I was super into Connor Oberst. Um, bright, the, bright Eyes. Yeah, but like before Bright Eyes too. Um, I don't know who that is. Um, is bright Eyes. Vaguely, he's a singer of that band. He <laughs> had like two albums when he was like fourteen. With um, the guy from Cursive, uh, which I used to listen to all the time. Uh, I like Cursive. I don't know them either. The, it's like Saddle Creek, uh, Nebraska. 
It's like Nebraska emo. I think that area of the country had a lot of emo. It's mm-hmm. like the Get Up Kids are from um, mm-hmm. Kansas. But why do they have a song about I ninety? I don't get that. Bands travel. It's so true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Did you know that bands go on concert tours? They travel. I've been to a few. You're so cool. Um, thank you. Could have used you on my emo episode, but that was a. I don't know what to call those. They're they're no no guest episodes, no guest sodes. Mm. I want to call them like solo, but it's it's two people. Matt and Emily alone. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's fun. There's there's a lot there. There's lots to unpack right there. Ah, uh. I'll start calling them that when I tweet out the episodes. Here's <laughs> another one coming. Well. This is not chronological order for people to listen to, but I have one of those to release in a few days. So, Get actually, ready. maybe as far as there, yeah, I guess that makes no. I would are, it would have been last week's episode to people listening right now, but that will be the first one I tweet out as Matt and Emily alone. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I feel like I'm Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon in that sketch. Um, the um, do you know like the radio sketch they do? No, I only know. Oh yes, oh. the um. They talk quietly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I feel right now. Because I feel like, I, like just with like the ambiance, I feel like, hi, hi, hey everyone. We're pretty casual here. We I do like we that. record Sunday afternoons. It's like it's nice. Matt goes to brunch in the morning. I did. I went to brunch today. You really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let, whoa. I know, right? Yeah. I, All this Wendy's talk. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Let's talk brunch, baby. I go to brunch. Uh, any so. Famously on this podcast, Emily and I often have improv practice beforehand. Yes. The the Shannon's thing, which, hey, we just mentioned Shannon um, without forcing it this week. Hi, Shannon. <laughs> Hi, Shano. Is uh, that your nickname for her? I don't know. It's, I feel like it's fun. Okay. Let's move on. Matt, tell your story. Well, we're often hanging out from that, but whenever we don't do that, I'm usually getting brunch beforehand. And uh, today, Do you have a spot? Um, I have a few spots. Today... Uh, I went to a place that I am not going to name drop because I don't care for it that much. It was fine. Okay. I had uh, eggs Benedict with salmon. Yeah, ham, dude. But oh. the, the the salmon was kind of so so. Okay. Which is why I'm not I'm not super amped. And I had a Bloody Mary, which I like Bloody Marys. And it came with uh, a salad and home fries. It was pretty good. That is nice. I love eggs Benedict. Do you know what I love with brunch? Mm. Tea. Uh. I also love tea, and that makes me think that you're trying to get us into tea talk. <laughs> um, I'm really good at transitions. It's cool. Thanks. Uh, I should do. I should do this theme song, right? I'm gonna do it. Sure. Tea talk. Tea talk. Tea talk. Tea talk. Tea talk. Thank you, Emily. I believe um, our in-house musician Emily. <laughs> I believe you brought this week's tea. I did. It is called. Oop walking away from that microphone i gave you the chance to reach when i was introing it <laughs> it took longer than i anticipated here we go emily I, with the tea I, so i brought the tea this week because after this i'm gonna i'm gonna have a topic but uh my tea this week is called cream of earl gray it's delicious i haven't had any yet no i never have it until after it's been explained to me it's my little inside thing i do i always drink it before it tastes cakey yeah it takes a little it does taste a little cakey it's, which is nice Mm-hmm. Sweet. Filling. <laughs> what a pause we had there. <laughs> okay, so this is a black tea. I also feel like I should say it's organic. Mm, it's important. 
We haven't mentioned that very often, whether something's organic or not. Yeah, I mean, it just says it. Yeah. Are those teas, uh, are those leaves free free range? I mean, they're free of a bag. So this is loose, it's loose leaf tea, so yeah. Uh, are you are y'all like a strictly loose leaf? We are not. No, we've had two bags of teas. Two, yeah, we're keeping track though. We know how many times it's been bagged. Yeah. <laughs> is there a difference? Have you seen like a noticeable difference in like the taste quality, etc.? I think I think genu- generally, if you're going to get a bag tea, it's almost it is kind of. I don't know that quality because the, both the bag teas we've had have been good teas. Mm-hmm. In fact, last week we had a non-bag tea that Emily did not care for. That's true. And uh, it's okay. fine. No, we'll get to the rating system soon. Okay. okay. And uh, I think there's just something about like if you're if you're doing bag tea, I think a lot of times it's like there's something about it. So a uh, few weeks ago we had the Bing cherry tea, yes. and I think so that was bagged because it had sort of the cherry flavoring to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that explains why it's bagged. Okay. <laughs> but then my head that makes some sense uh, because the other tea was. Um, Sasha's tea, which was like one of those yogi, makes you feel a certain way. So this was the energy revitalizing yeah. or something like that. Did you feel it? And uh, it had caffeine in it. So I guess I, f- I felt the caffeine. Yeah. It was like a full cup of coffee worth where most tea is. It's like a negligible amount of caffeine in most. I would say bag teas of similar quality to loose leaf tea. Are more expensive because of convenience. I think that's a big uh, difference. Just the convenience. Because you need like a scooper and everything with the loose. Yeah, leaves. you need a whole a whole a setup. Whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I only I I don't mind drinking bag tea at all. In fact, that's what I order. If you go to a place like seventy five percent of the time, they're giving you bag tea. Yeah. yeah. But uh, when I buy when I buy my own tea, it's always loose leaf. It's it almost sounds like an insult. Like they gave me a bag tea. Oh. I think it. I think it does sound derogatory, and I'm sure a lot of people do find that derogatory. But we're we're casual on this podcast. Yeah, super casual. We're not yeah. here to judge. Yeah, judge dread. Whenever I hear the word cherry, I always think of Shirley Temple's. Yeah, that's what's in them. I know, but like it's. <laughs> I don't. It's. Um. I. I always like when it's. I always think of the taste of a Shirley Temple. Whenever I hear the word cherry. I don't know if I've ever had a Shirley Temple. Are you Whoa. kidding me? Let's get some later. Okay. They're so good. If you're a man, you call them Bravehearts. <laughs> I've called them. I've always called them Shirley Temples. I know. I do too. But so, like a waiter made fun of me once. And it was like, really? At Barber's Crossing. Well, okay. They're talking Worcester references right no, now. Oh, wow. Mm. I, bet, I bet you I've also had a Shirley Temple at Barber's Crossing. Mm. <laughs> I haven't ordered one in a very long time. I haven't either. They're so good though. Do you know what they are, Emily? Yeah, I didn't know what they were until I was working at a restaurant and people would order them, but it's Sprite and Grenadine. Yeah, it's pretty basic. Yeah. It's like a kid's mixed drink. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's called Shirley Temple, because Shirley Temple couldn't drink. The thing mm-hmm. the, the thing that's unfortunate, though, is the, the cherry syrup. You get, like, the maraschino cherries, and it's, like, the syrup is, you know, that's the flavor. That's mm-hmm. flavor zone. Um, but then, like, once you're done, you just have, like, a bunch of cherries and I always felt wasteful of like I was like I'm not gonna eat the cherries. Um, I will say the restaurant I worked at we didn't it was not maraschino cherries it was just like grenadine like cherry syrup there were no. 
It was a little less classy. It was less classy. We're talking Buffalo Wild Wings? We're talking Buffalo Wild Wings. B-dub-dub? B-dub-dub. <laughs> B-dub-dub. <laughs> All right. Is that really what you call it? Or is no, that a thing I, you just made I, up? I just, B-dub-dub sounds fun. <laughs> um, I would say I would call it um, B-dubs. Okay. Yeah, that's more that. hip, yeah. Because uh, Buffalo Wild is one word. Yeah, and it also used to be called BW3s because there were three W's, Wild Wings and Weck. Wait, what's the last part? they took the Weck away. Weck? Weck. W-E-C-K? I would say, I'm not sure, W-H-E-C-K? Weck. What does that mean? I think it's a type of bun. I think. Exactly. But again, they took it away because it wasn't relevant anymore. Yeah. I would have called it, I would have called it B triple W. <laughs> No, I said it out loud. It didn't sound good. <laughs> yeah. uh, Emily, tell us about this okay, tea. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so um, I got this. We've actually talked about this tea because I got it on our field trip, me and Matt's field trip to David's Tees. Oh, yes, yes. Um, it was my free tea. Um, it says, lovers of Earl Grey adore this creamy alternative to the original blend. We've mm. added a touch of vanilla for an unexpectedly rich, creamy taste experience. I have a question. Do you think unexpectedly rich when you when you drink this? I'm never richness is never unexpected to me. I don't know. It's either or it's always unexpected. How do you mm. expect richness? I don't know. The birthday cake taste was unexpected. Is that? I think that works. Soup? I okay. think that's that's the vanilla, right? It's tasting yeah. like yeah. vanilla in it makes it taste like Probably. cake. The ingredients are black tea, cornflowers, marigolds with natural flavoring mm. black tea is the strongest tea uh, i that sounds right sure okay i think that's true but we don't have our tea facts always 100 percent. actually i think I, the strongest might be chai mm, which is a kind of black tea or green tea like matcha green tea i'm gonna say someone once told me and i don't know if this is true that black tea is like the plant older but green tea is like the leaves are picked a little earlier in its life cycle, and white tea is like picked even earlier than that. But again, that could be complete nonsense. Wow, I believe it. I have to look okay. it up now. Not not, not right now because I don't look up things during the show. Yeah. Uh, it's a fact about me. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, it was distributed by David's Teas. Um, it David was apparently Teas. made in Montreal. Oh. And it's certified by. Say love you, say love Eco Cert Canada. So. There we go. There we go. Can I take a look at it? Of course. It's a beautiful packaging. Um, thanks. Yeah. I Emily taped it. I, I taped the labels onto pre-made can- canisters because I don't I, want to forget what they are. I like that. That's nice. Thank you. Uh, formerly a tea for a can for white tea, I guess. Uh oh. Um, it is, but I actually picked it because um I like the color the best. They let me pick out which one I wanted, and I said I wanted the prettier color. Yeah, yeah that is like a very a pretty color. Pastel green. Yeah, that's what I would call it. That's I, you wouldn't call that blue. I would actually call it blue, but I've been told I have problems with blues and green, so I like don't like to force. Okay, my, I have to say I would one hundred percent call this green. Oh God. Okay. And I, I agree with you that it's blue though. Okay. And well, I, I got I nervous. Do, I do feel like it's a shade. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's one of those ones. It's like between green and blue. So yeah. it's like I'm whichever there. you see it harder. <laughs> yeah, I'm there right there. But I'm going with green. I'm going with blue. Mm-hmm. We'll send out you guys a picture and you can decide. Is this, is the dress blue or is the dress green? Mm. <laughs> it's the dress, guys. Um, um. Yeah. I once had a shirt that was pretty much that exact same color, and I wore it to Thanksgiving, and I was like, "This is my cool new blue shirt," and everyone's like, "No, it's green," but I was like, "No, it's blue," mm-hmm. and. 
I um, argued with a lot of people, but you know what? I went to Target to check because I bought it at Target. Yeah. Um, call back to a previous episode. And <laughs> the tag said it was blue. So yeah. that, sh- that shade is blue. This is by their Super, uh, Super Mario World, um, which is the, Mar- the Super Nintendo version of Mario. Yeah, played it, beat it. Beaten it many times. Love that game. Mm-hmm. They are, uh, it's the first game, I think it's the first game with Yoshi, the character Yoshi mm-hmm. in it. And um, there are different color Yoshis. The main one is green. Everyone knows the main one is green. Yeah. And then there are three other ones. There's a blue a yellow and a red and each of them have different powers the red one can shoot fire at its mouth the um uh, yellow one stomps and then the blue one i think can it's the one that can fly it it has it can sprout wings and i always thought it was purple and i still think it's purple but it's considered the blue yoshi so it's a little color thing for you guys yeah it's okay I think we need to. I think we need to uh, decide if this is our cup of tea or not. We have a new rating system Ooh, for our teas. So tell. it's mostly it's a mostly positive rating system. It's mostly a positive rating system. Yeah, I love it. So you can decide if it's your cup of tea or not your cup of tea. Okay. And then at the end, we combine all of our cups of teas. And that's the score. Again. And that's the score. Who goes first? So Brantle. Uh huh. Is this your cup of tea? Uh, I'm excited to announce that. This is my cup of tea. You've got one cup of tea. Matt. I'm going to say that I agree. This is my cup of tea. <laughs> I love this. This is the corniest thing and I love it. Um, can someone ask me if it's my oh, cup of tea? <laughs> Emily, is this your cup of tea? I got to say, my guys, it's my cup of tea. It's tasty. Yeah. So it's three cups of tea. Three cups of tea. Ooh. <laughs> I think the I think I like the question: Is this your cup of tea or is this not your cup of tea? I think the final score needs a better name. Um, uh, and I think it should be an average because when we do two-person pods and it's Matt and Emily alone, it can only be a maximum of two cups of tea. Honestly, I think that makes it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like the ridiculousness of the rating system. <laughs> okay. As long as it's never. I mean, could you imagine if we ever had if we ever had a guest and it was no one's cup of tea? That would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened this is only the second time we've ever done this yeah. so so the last time the tea uh, got one cup of tea because ooh. i liked it and emily didn't yeah what happened i just wasn't it was my cup of tea yeah no i get that that's why it's, it's a positive rating system yeah. because it can sometimes it's not your cup of tea really, yeah i get it it's it's kind of like when you say like uh you know oh do you watch walking dead and you just go oh, that's not my cup of tea mm. and you're not saying i hate the walking yeah. dead you're just saying no i don't it's not my cup of tea you're put it's like a putting like a nice little like fresh, uh, fresh air into the world. Yeah, we're putting fresh air out there. Yeah. Um, do we have any last thoughts on the tea? Um, I, I can't stress enough how much it tastes like cake. Yeah, it's very it 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 would be sweet even without sugar. Yeah, we all put sugar in this. Yeah, I put a very small amount of sugar. I did as well. Because our cups are so small. Mm-hmm. You have tiny little cups. Tiny little cups. <laughs> All right. Well, that ends Tea Talk. Tea Talk. Tea Talk. Tea Talk. Now let's move on to the mini topic. <laughs> um, not only did I bring the tea, I brought the mini topic. And I got to say, guys, I'm so proud of this mini topic I'm because it in. fits with the tea so well. Can I, so the tea is called Cream of Earl Grey, focusing on Earls. <laughs> oh, boy. My mini topic is 
the royal wedding. <laughs> I have I have an opinion already. <laughs> um, I have so many things to say about it, but really, only to say is, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning yesterday, watched it all. Me and my friend made fascinators, which are like the hats they wear mm-hmm. out of um, paper plates and construction paper. Mm-hmm. Saw your uh, Instagram or something you yeah. posted it on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really proud of mine. It's honestly. It's better than a lot of hats that were the wedding. I'll say it. <laughs> what channel was it on? All of them, but we watched on MSNBC. <laughs> wow. You'd think one of them would have taken advantage and done the real news. <laughs> um, <laughs> two people falling in love is real news. That's all I have to say. Anyways, back to my topic. Uh, Not only. That was your topic. <laughs> <laughs> back to your topic. Okay. Back to... What I did yesterday morning. Okay, yes. I had three Pimosas, which were mimosas with Pims in them, which is like a British liquor drink. I've had a Pims cup here and there. Yeah. Never heard of it. Um, It's British. I've been to Pimlico. Okay, think about how that felt, and that's what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> I had three, three of them between 6.15 and 8 o'clock. Wow. wow. Yeah, was, in the morning. I was, I, it was lit. <laughs> what happened the rest of the day? I took a nap after the Yeah, day. you gotta. Um, uh, and honestly, it was just a great time. How long I was had, it? The actual wedding was about an hour, but we watched the lead up to it. So like people getting there, the queen getting there. The one thing I would say about the wedding that I was disappointed by, there wasn't enough action shots or the reaction shots of the queen, which is really what I want. Yeah. Wow. Um, but they just seem like they're so in love. Was uh, and it was beautiful. Megan's father there? No. See, that's that's the most I know about the royal wedding is that Megan's father staged pictures. Yes. Um, which I do, I don't see that as being a bad thing. Um, I think the royal family has a very fraught relationship with the paparazzi. Uh huh. Um, so I think any interaction with the pap- paparazzi, they're not like fans of the official reason she didn't he didn't come was that he had heart surgery but it was eerily timed that yeah i don't like that yeah like her father should be there um yes but if he's also trying to like make money off of her maybe she doesn't want him there i mean do they have a strained relationship i think so i think if if she wanted him there he could have been there right yeah (laughs) yeah That'd like, be weird if they're like, you can get married, but you can't invite certain yeah. people. Like, he was originally not going to come, but then he said he was going to come. And mm. then he had heart surgery. But they truly looked like they were so happy and so in love. Mm-hmm. And it was really beautiful. I teared up a few times. Uh, and her dress was beautiful. Like, beautiful. I have, so, I have other things, but I know Matt wants to say things. I'll say my <laughs> things. Oh, I, I have a, I have just a, have some funny things. I have funny, jokey things I want to say about mm. it. One is, so she's... She was on the TV show Suits, right? Mm-hmm. So like the fourth lead. So like that show, you know, um, I think it's a, listen, I never really watched it. I don't have an opinion about it, but it gets to be the butt of a lot of people's jokes, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people joke about Suits and mm-hmm. it being a dumb show. And I just think it's funny that like the cast of Suits got invited to this thing. So and, like dumb. They're, you know, like that's, I, I think that's funny that like of all the like, prestige television shows that exist and all the nice famous people you might expect it's like also the cast of suits which is like i don't know that's funny to me it is funny okay thank you for agreeing (laughs) that's funny um i read many articles that were like 
the cast of Suits was here. Or many of the cast of Suits was at the Royal Wedding. And I was like, I should start watching Suits. (laughs) The cast of Suits was... I think I didn't talk in the microphone. The cast of Suits is there and and I'll never be there. Like... They've made it, and I, I'm no one. <laughs> but it is kind of like, uh, like, like every wedding has that where it's like, oh, you know, the Marcusians are going to be here, and it was like, oh, the cast of Suits is going to be here. Yeah, it's like that. It's their version of like. I think I, but I'm happy for them in that way where like I feel like Suits gets that like bad reputation, but they can always be the ones where like, yeah, but we got invited invited to the royal wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Breaking Bad didn't get invited to the royal wedding. Yeah, <laughs> unless they did, maybe they did. But I didn't. I don't think I. I didn't see anyone that I recognized from Breaking Bad at the wedding. I did see someone from Timeless, which is one of my favorite shows. Is that a Disney show? No, it's on ABC. So I guess technically Disney. Disney parent company. Because Disney owns ABC. Is it like a fantastical show? Um, No, they just travel in time on a time machine. No, it's, it's not like fantastical. A, they just travel in no, time a, on a time machine. No, it's like an historical show. Oh, okay. I want to say fantastical. Oh, like Sliders. What? With Jerry O'Connell. You remember that show? I didn't watch it. I didn't either, but... Anyways, you should watch it. It would be a topic of mine at some point. Um. Um, But Serena Williams was there. Really? Oprah was there. Ooh, yeah, Oprah. I know. I guess Oprah, she's the true royalty in the world, right? Like, yeah. If there ever was a, she's the queen. If there ever was a true queen of the world, it's mm-hmm. Oprah, right? I mean, I think there's one true queen, and that is the queen, and I think she's perfect in every way. But I'll give Oprah a runner-up to be queen. Oprah's the queen of America. I'll give you that. Um, who else? Who other? Oh, David Beckham was there, and Posh. For the kids? Um, no. Um, who else was there? Is uh, is David Beckham? Is he knighted? I don't it's think so. It's a weird question, but... Mm. I don't think so. He seems like someone who might have been knighted. Elton John was there. He's knighted. He sang, didn't Elton John? He did. Yeah. He sang at the reception. He sang Circle of Life. I love that song, I Need Love, by him. Uh-uh. Who else? Other, there were other famous people there. Wow. I was really happy that Serena Williams was there. Apparently, they're friends, her and Meghan Markle. Where's, where was Venus? I don't know. I was a little sad that she wasn't there. Yeah. Were there any Star Wars famous people? Any British ones, I mean? I didn't see any, mm. no. No, Ewan McGregor? He's from... He's yeah. British, right? And then um, who else? Uh, Ray, she's British, right? Yeah, but I, I would have. They and, would have shown uh, her on TV, I think, but no. And um, is Liam Neeson British? Uh, he's like I, Scottish. I don't. I think he's Scottish. And then uh, John Boyega, he's British, right? He's not British. No, I, I don't know. You're if shaking he is. your head. No, <laughs> he was not. He there. speaks with. He has a British mm-hmm. accent. I don't. Um, he could be also from Australia or something, and I just think he's from there. Um, well, I brought up Star Wars. Not just because there are a lot of British actors in Star Wars, but May 19th, the anniversary of their wedding will forever be tied to the anniversary Mm. of Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. (laughs) Thank Mm. you for seeing the tweet and not liking it. But uh, whenever I see May 19th, I remember that's the day Episode 1 came out. You you saw it in the theaters that day? I don't think I saw it on opening. I would have been in uh, ninth grade when that came out. I was in seventh. I saw it that morning. I don't think I saw it that day, but I... I still remember seeing it. <laughs> I think and I would have been in fifth grade. There you go. It would have been May 1999. I have a very distinct uh, memory. So we saw it at six in the morning. Um, and I remember going to school. We hated it. Um, <laughs> we are, I'm a gigantic Star Wars nerd. Um, I saw it with my brother and uh, our good friend Nick. And we all went in, uh, 
you know, really, really high hopes. Amped. And amped, juiced, jacked. Um, but it didn't, you know, it didn't really turn out. But I still remember, like, feeling really cool going into school, knowing I was the only person who had seen Star Wars Phantom Menace, and I had band practice. And I remember walking to band, and I had the biggest crush on these two girls in band. Two girls? Yeah. Listen, you gotta, I you don't know. gotta play, you, you know? Got, hey, but, I mean, not, it's, and so I remember, like, being so excited that band was the first class and I was going to go in like telling everybody uh, that I saw Phantom Menace and like no one was really that impressed. <laughs> I would have been impressed. I am. I, I mean, the reason I know it's the anniversary of the worst Star Wars movie is because I'm a huge nerd and why else should May 19th stick in my brain so hard? I don't know. I don't know. I think Last Jedi is the worst Star Wars movie. <gasps> oh, Listen, when, when she flies in okay, space. First of all, the topic is not Star Wars. Sorry. <laughs> um, we we tease we tease our last Jedi thoughts on this, but we never get them all the way um, out. <laughs> I want to hear your last Jedi thoughts, but I already know I disagree with them so strongly. Right. Um, I'm happy that Harry like figured out his nonsense because there was a while where he was oh, a wild. Thank you child. for going back to the wet- wedding. Um, because I remember following it, and there, he oh, was yeah. like in a Vegas like. Strip hotel, club. Or like a hotel room where he was like naked. Stripping, yeah. Yeah. Like he was just like out of his mind. He showed up to like a Halloween party. In a Nazi. In like Nazi oh, he's the Nazi one. Yeah. He he was like nuts. Yeah. Um, but then like he joined like the army. Mm-hmm. And yeah, actually did join like the. Yeah. Like, he, he like was yeah. there. He was in Afghanistan. Um, and so I love I that. Um, I just love that like he figured it out. I know. And he truly looked so in love. Mm-hmm. Truly. I have so many hopes for them. How long have they been together? Only like less than two years. Really? Yeah, fast. Wow. That is fast. I know. Well, um, you know. I've heard that they want to just want to make babies as soon as possible. You know. Oh, okay. But that that's it's a little fast. That seems premature to me. How long did um, Harry and Kate know each other? William and Kate. Um, they Kate. were together for like ten years. They had broken yeah. up for like a year in between. Ooh. But yeah. Wow. That made me really happy at their wedding. That. They found each other. Yeah. <laughs> really, I just like royal weddings. Well, that should be the so her dress was beautiful, mm-hmm. as was her evening wedding dress. Um British designers, both of them. So um, you, you wear a different dress. Yeah. Okay. Which you is actually it. a policy I generally in weddings don't abide by. Oh. If you're gonna buy a wedding dress, you're only gonna wear yeah, it one day anyways, just it. wear the same one. But when you're marrying a prince, I think it's yeah. fine. I guess if you have unlimited money, yeah, you might it's as well fine. do whatever you want. Just she, change your dress every twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> She had a t- tiara that she borrowed from the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince Charles walked her halfway down the aisle. She walked herself halfway, and then Charles met her. See, I don't... Because her dad I, wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, I know. That's what, like... But I think it's super sweet that he would do that, and that she would ask him to do that, because she asked him. Yeah, no, I mean, it. it's... I, I just have, like, a real hang-up there. Is there a reason... Um, so I get, I get either having someone else walk you down... Or walking down by yourself, but why would you do? Why would you do both? Um, I'm not sure why she did both. I think she just was feeling it. I don't know. Okay, That's they fine. had a um the most <laughs> reverend. I can't remember his name right now, but I did think he did a great job. Um, the like leader of the Episcopalian American Church mm-hmm. did the sermon, and I thought he did a wonderful job. Did you cry? Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, I 100% cried during yeah. this wedding. Also, again, three. Three pimosas. Yeah. That, hey, listen. You you can gussy it up all you want. Yeah. 
Um, but you know, you are a um sentimental what is that? It's um Empath. Empath? Is that when you feel um Empath? What? Is this the Myers Briggs? Is that where you're um, you're like feel that whatever. You're very sentimental. Yes, I am. That's true. I cried um, yesterday watching the season finale of Agents of Shield. So you can cry watching a, a, a wedding of real people. If yeah. I can cry watching, yeah, that's um, a little more incriminating. The um, end of season uh, six <laughs> or whatever, five or six. So it was pretty sad, but uh, yeah, yeah. at any um, rate, uh, a few more quick things uh-huh. about the royal wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just how crazy it is that they are marrying each other because Meghan Markle is an actress uh-huh. divorced. Biracial, uh-huh. American. Uh-huh. All four of those things should, like, historically, the royal family would be like, no, you can't marry her. Mm-hmm. Or no, you have to give up your spot in line to marry her. And they just said yes. And the queen was there at a wedding of a divorcee. And she wasn't at Charles's second wedding when he married Camilla. You gotta loosen just, up. Um, and I just think it shows a lot of progress and um, change. Now, you're gonna the pat family- them on the back for that? I mean, they should have said yes, but, like, I think it shows, like, that they're growing and trying to change with the times. It is nice to know that they didn't stick with their original thing they did the last time. Because, like, the queen's sister wasn't allowed to marry the man she wanted to marry because he was divorced. And there were a lot of reasons why the queen's uncle, King Edward, uh, shouldn't have been king. Mostly because he loved Nazis, but um, <laughs> he had to give up the throne to marry a divorcee who loved Nazis. Again, I think that should. She really loved be. Nazis too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, um, back then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, listen. Um, but yeah, and they just truly seemed so happy. Yeah, I, I found it moving how happy they seemed. I'm very glad. I, I'm happy for you that how happy this made you. <laughs> Uh, do you have any more thoughts? No, I just I just love people being in love. All right, that's that's a lovely. I love that's great. That's great. I also like whenever we have a topic that is timely for when we record it, but will come out. I know. I actually thought about that, but I was like, no, I, yeah, I want to talk about it. Gotta. And also, it matched the tea because yeah, an right. Earl was at the wedding. It's. I I think it's fine. I just I think it's funny that we do it from time to time. The Queen's youngest son is an Earl. Um, I've been to high tea twice in three Lon- times now. in London, three times now, counting this. We have counting this at the Ritz. We're because we talked about the royal wedding. Technically, this is England for a day. This room. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> that's how it works. It's a weird um, royal family thing you may not have known about. I sensed it. <laughs> um, is there anything British in this room? I'm trying to think. Mm, no, probably not. Uh, there's beanie babies and they're not British but when I was growing up I did have the princess die beanie baby you wow. did hell yeah wasn't I did. that super rare I don't know where I, just, I that had beanie it. baby came out the day after she died yeah no I had it um I've always been into the royal family always really okay so this always. is uh so you watch uh the crown oh it's one of my favorites I was so dive, bored can't How dive, we can't dive into the crown right now <laughs> we cannot dive into the crown yeah. but no I was so bored by it that's <laughs> such a boring take uh, I will say right now, I, I have two bad takes: Last Jedi and Crown. I hate both of them. Let's, have, let's give us all those bad takes. Uh, I will say that it's the, not my cup of tea. The Boy Scouts. There you go. Boy Scouts were founded in uh, England by Sir uh, Sir Baden Powell. And I'm looking at some Boy Scout crap behind you guys. It made me think mm. about it. So that's the British stuff in the room. Okay, I think that's a wrap on the royal wedding. <laughs>
That's why transition noise. Yeah. It changes. Hey. It does change. You're like Michael Winslow. Yes. He does the voices on Police Academy. He, yeah, he can do lots yep. of different impersonations of noises. Is that what they're called? Impersonations of noises? Sound effects? Yeah. But like he could make like things you would assume would be made by some kind of product or computer he can make with his mouth. So that's why I think it's an impression of a sound. Ooh, okay. Anyways, Michael. Brantle. Michael Brantle. Hi. So I... What's your topic? I have racked my brain. I've, I've gone over so many different things. When you walked in here today, you said you had three topic choices. Yeah, I did. And I, like, should I say the three topics that I was thinking of? You can now. Okay, so I know which topic I want to talk about. All right, so tell us the two burner topics. So the two burner topics was most transformative album, like, of your youth. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift's Red. Okay. Um, What's your... Um, Transformative, probably um, Brand New's Deja Entendu. Okay. I love that so much. Um, And then the other one was, like, concerts you've been to. Um, like like early concerts. I'm talking like teenage years. Like what, like transformative stuff. Um, but what I've decided to talk about, I cannot wait. Is first job. <gasps> first job. Interesting. That's mm. good. Um, do you? What's your first job? Um, my first job. I worked at Friendly's Restaurant. Mm. Um, a nice little mom and pop shop. Um, my friend, uh, got me the job because him and his brother work there. Um, and so, uh, I had like an in, um, and it was like a whole family affair because, uh, their good friend also worked there and his like girlfriend worked there. And so like everyone on staff like knew each other mm-hmm. and I worked there. I started junior year of high school. So my first job ever. Um, I was a line cook. Um, so like I can, I know how to cook fries. Um, it was I, a fat, fast, casual restaurant mm-hmm. that also specialized in ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream is really, but it was like a hangout for Holden. Um, I would, I often hung out in these. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, you been at, to this friendlies? Which one was the one you worked The one at? At, in Holden. The one on, like across uh, from Talbot's on main street. Yeah. On main street. Yeah. I've been to that one a couple of times. Small. Yeah. I, that was not my main one I would go to. You go to the Tatnik one. Um, the main one I would go to is the one in um, West Boylston, right on the line near um, 190, gets off. It's like on the way to Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I took driver's ed over there. Yeah, safety council. Yep. Yeah, right there. That, oh, yeah. um, that was my regular friendlies, and then I also would go to the Tatnik Square one. Mm-hmm. I went to a lot. There were, This is like a chain um they're all over how far do they go i don't know uh they're all over massachusetts all yeah. over new england i think they were in new york and stuff too maybe i don't know like maybe like like albany like that part of new york i want to i'm gonna guess yeah um it was it's a sprawling chain sprawling local chain <laughs> i mean in, in our hometown alone there were probably like five or six of them or in that just the worcester and like right around it there were like a bunch of them. yeah I worked at the best one. Um, I assume so. Only the best for you. Um, I loved it because it was like a hangout. And mm-hmm. so everyone on Friday night would hang out. Um, it's a good like 
you're not old enough to drink place yeah. to go. They didn't serve alcohol. But wouldn't it have been sad to have all your friends hanging out out front, but you have to be cooking fries in the back? Well, this is... Hey, don't think I came... I didn't come prepared. Um, I met... I, I only assumed you came prepared. I just want you to um, know that. I met um, my high school girlfriend. Or, like, there. It was... I remember... Because um, I went to an all-boys Catholic high school. And everyone in town went to watch you sit. Um, which was co-ed. Um, but I remember uh, the these four girls. I had like a crush on every single one. Oh my god! I know. So many girls crushing on. I know. Same time. Hey, listen. I. So what happens when you go to all boy high school? I know it really does. Um, and so they all came in and they asked for me specifically. They're like, we knew Mike was working there, and so I was like doing all this stuff. But I remember coming out and like putting on like a little show, like talking to them, and then I felt like this was like because like my contact with the girls was so minimal. Um, and so like that moment, like really seared into my brain, like some self-esteem and I ended up dating one of the girls later. This is a big, this is um, big, this is your transformative job. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They, this, it was huge. And so huge. <laughs> I know you don't <laughs> pronounce my H's. Um, but I was demoted from friendlies. Um, so from, from what to what? From uh, like line cook to dishwasher. Um, so what happened was um, I would show up like three hours late for my shift, and Sue wouldn't fire me. She was just like old, like 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 longshoreman kind of like grizzled vet almost. Um, she didn't want to fire me because, like I said, it was like family, and so you can't fire family. And she's like, "Hey, Mike, like." Um, you've shown up late three hours uh like three weeks in a row um i'm gonna need to uh like i don't want to fire you but like you're all out of like uh demerits or whatever um (laughs) i I don't know yeah um and so she was like so we're just gonna put you on dishes um which i was kind of thrilled by because there's so much more leeway with dishes than there is with the food. It's true. Food is a timely thing. Timely thing. Dishes, just do them whenever. Um, yeah, because you don't. Yeah, you don't have to get it out to a person mm-hmm. unless yeah. you're like out of dishes. You can't wait too long because then you're out of dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is your first job. Mm-hmm. What skills and other things similar to skills? Did you feel or instilled in you that you still use in your jobs today? Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I want to say comedy because yes. um, I, um, I would always talk about friendlies in high school mm-hmm. um, all the time. Um, not all the time. Maybe all the time. Hey, listen, who knows? Uh, we weren't there. Yeah. It could be either. It could be either. <laughs> Just, yeah, tell us whatever you want to tell yeah. us. Um, but I would talk about it and like make jokes about it all the time um, in class, like with teachers and stuff. And um, to the point where the extra credit on an English test was, where does Mike work? <laughs> um, That's great. <laughs> and... Um, I just remember uh, uh, like how good that made me feel. Um, but what skills did it? Uh, I learned how to uh, cook a burger. 
That's important. That's like you you got to know when it's still pink. You got to cook it. Mm-hmm. Um, still pink, not done. Still pink, not done. <laughs> um, I also learned um, teamwork and collaboration. Um, and I also learned... Those are great resume, yeah. resume words. Um, I learned that I... Um, well, this is one thing that happened. One time I had like a migraine on the line. And, and it was like during like rush. And so there was a million things... And it was like my, I was working with my best friend and he was really good. He cooked the heck out of the friendlies uh, menu. Um, he knew it up and down. He really knew it up and down. He knew all the, all the tricks. Um, and so he was really good at it. And so all I did was just like, I was like a sous chef essentially. I would just like, you know, prepare the buns and stuff. Um, but like even that I like had like a horrible migraine and like couldn't, I like stopped working. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like how panicked he was. Uh, he's like Mike, what? And like uh, to alleviate the stress of the situation, I would I would just like tell him jokes, and he would laugh. And so I would say that I I, I found I found myself in that moment. Well, you Aww. you developed crisis negotiation skills. Yes, crisis. Um. That's exactly <laughs> crisis negotiation skills. Yeah. Um, Teamwork, collaboration, mm-hmm. and a sense of humor. And a sense of humor. And I would hire you on the spot. Thank you. And I have two friendly cups uh, to this day. Yeah. I, had a, I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. Mike, um, what's your favorite kind of Sunday? Um, good question. Um, you know, like, um, what is it called? Banana split? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there was a time where my sister did dance. And so my mom and I would like wait outside the dance place. And to like appease me, my mom would take me to the Friendlies in Tatneck and I would have a banana split. And that is the Sunday that like really, it really did it for me. Okay. That's a nice one. Yeah. So I would say a banana split. Nice. Emily, do you have a favorite um, ice cream combo? Um, I mean, when I go to Dairy Queen, I get a chocolate dipped in chocolate. Okay. Chocolate dipped in chocolate? Yeah, it's like, like cho- the cone? Like a thing. chocolate cone and they dip it in like a hard chocolate. Yeah. So it's like a shell of a chocolate. Mm. What's your favorite Ben and Jerry's? Um, it, it is, but they don't no longer make it brownie batter. Although they now it has a core, but it does taste different. They discontinued it a long time ago. But it was my favorite. The regular one they discontinued. Mm-hmm. Now they have just core version. Yeah, it's not as good. The caramel core is really good. Com- uh, I have had that. Caramel Sutra? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. That one is good. Caramel is my favorite ice cream topping. Yeah, that is a good topping. What is your favorite uh like Sunday? Um I'm gonna give I'm gonna give three answers. I hope it's not too selfish. No. I'm gonna give one that's a memory. When I was a kid I, I hurt my leg mm-hmm. and I had to have stitches mm-hmm. and I went to a friendly's and I got mm-hmm. a root beer float and it made me happy. Yeah, I love that. And uh so that's just a little kid mat mm-hmm. feeling nice. And then not at friend. I don't think I've ever gotten this at friendlies, although they might have it there. But I would. Uh, I used to eat a rainbow sherbet ice cream with um, gummy bears as the topping. Ooh, okay. And that's like, that's pretty good. That's like paradise. Sounds like you're just trying to figure it out. And then, uh, but my favorite friendlies thing would be uh, black cherry ice cream with, I guess caramel on it. I'm trying to think what the topping. Would, I guess probably caramel. Mm. But black cherry was always, uh, or black raspberry. Did I say black cherry? I meant black raspberry. Black raspberry. You ever do a fribble? Um, yeah, 
uh, or malts. I used to do malts. I was mm. obsessed with the idea of a malt. Like I didn't know what made it a malt, and it's like the mm-hmm. powdery. Do you like the, Whoppers? Yeah, I do like Whoppers. I yeah. love Whoppers. That's, Emily, my, that's my dad's favorite candy. I hate Whoppers. Emily brought some on the podcast one time. I did. <laughs> I do. I love Whoppers. What don't you like about them? I, I don't think I, I like malty things. I think I'm not a malt head, which that's I've fine. like I figured out early. That's um, fine. I don't really have them anymore. Now everything's just milkshakes for me because I go to like Shake Shack or something. Oh. Yeah. You get five guys, five guys, chocolate shakes. I don't think I've ever gotten shakes at five guys. Yeah, try I didn't it. know you could. Yeah, you can and you should. Um, yeah. I don't think they always had them, but then I remember when they added it's, them and it was a big deal. It's They are good. My favorite shake is uh, In-N-Out Burger is vanilla shake. You can only get that in certain parts of the country. Southern California, or most of California, I think, and some parts of like Texas and things. But they have a really good vanilla shake. I can only assume that. Um, Brantle's not the only one who had a first job. Mm-hmm. We all have jobs now, so that means at the very least our current jobs are our first jobs. Emily, what was your first job? Um, my first job was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, callback. Yeah. Um, I started working there my um, senior year of high school mm-hmm. because I wanted to go to a Harry Potter conference, and my mom said "Wow, I had to get a job to earn money to go, and I did. And I went. What a what a like quintessential you thing. Like, I know. You had to get your first job to go see a Harry Potter yeah. thing. conference. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, like Comic Con, but for Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Have you gone to the Disney World Harry Potter stuff? No. no. But you've been dreaming about it. Yeah. I just haven't gone. I've been twice. No. Um, I will say that was the only Harry Potter conference I went to. No, I enjoyed my time, but where was it? Um, that one was in Dallas. So you had to fly. Yeah. So I had to fly. I had to buy for. I had to pay for a hotel room. My mom was worried about me going, but then I told her that, and reminded her that after high school, my brother went to Woodstock. Ninety nine. Yeah, and was she was mess. fine with that. Yeah, yes, exactly. Mess. He almost died. Yeah, I know. That, Him and my at the time sixteen year old cousin went. Yeah, that is crazy. Did they start any of the fires when Limp Bizkit was performing? No. <laughs> he has some good stories about it that I'm not as good as telling, but he had a good time. They. I had a tent and they mostly knew where it was because there was a sign that said something like free sex here or something like that. Okay. <laughs> That's not exactly what it said. He mm-hmm. can send me corrections at tbdpodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Hi, Christopher. Um, but the night when like all the fires were happening mm-hmm. and stuff, they couldn't find their tent because it had gotten trampled, but they were able to find it because that sign was still up. Wow. Mm. That is some good tracking. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. wouldn't burn that sign. Yeah. Emily, what is your favorite flavor of Buffalo Wild Wings? Oh, that's, I mean, there's so many flavors. I actually do have an answer. Um, so my email I get at Buffalo Wild Wings, because not only did I work at that one, but my third job was also at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, okay. Um, different location. Uh-huh. Although throughout the beginning of college, when uh, during summers, I would go back to that job. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but what I get at Buffalo Wild Wings still to this day is a Buffalo Ranch chicken wrap with mild sauce instead of medium because I'm, I'm a little baby. Mm. Um, no tomatoes with wedges and a side of spicy garlic. Because I like spicy garlic, but it's too spicy. It is spicy. It's too spicy. Uh, you were a server? Um, a hostess slash like cashier person and then server. Like for takeout, you were a cashier? Yeah. Answer the phones. Hello, this is Emily at Buffalo Wild Wings. How may I help you? <laughs> or hello, this is Emily, Buffalo Wild Wings, Lane and Hi. How may I help you? Um, and they'd be like, I, I was trying to reach Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck. 
<laughs> I'm like, this is that place. But, mm, you didn't say Weck, though. <laughs> Weck is next door. Did you like working there? I think I did. Do you still have friends who... Um, I still have when you worked there? friends that I had when I worked there, yes. Mostly just one. Did that person listen to the podcast? I don't know. I haven't asked her. <laughs> I have told her about it. I don't know if she Fine. listened. We'll let her know about this one because yep. you talk about Buffalo Wild Wings in it. Hi, Jordan. Hello. Hi, girl. <laughs> um, no, I, I did enjoy my experience. I feel like being a waitress and just working in a food place in general, like it just like, it's so awful uh-huh. that like you have to enjoy the people you work with. And I did. It's like that movie Waiting. They're all buddies and they work mm-hmm. in the, the wait, mm-hmm. wait, uh, waitress place. It's with Ryan Reynolds, right? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's uh, so hot right now, but that was in his like, that was in his dip. Right after uh, two girls and a guy in a pizza place. Yeah. Remember uh, that show? Uh, I remember it existing. I never watched it. Oh, yeah. That was a show. But he he did Van Wilder. Yeah, I yeah. Like that I was really, that. That was pretty funny I at the time. I channeled that so hard in college. I don't remember. I don't know if it's still as funny, but it felt funny. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he was someone. And he was also in Blade 3. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of like, well, he, he sort of disappeared and was also in that really bad Wolverine movie. And then he, um, the first time he played Deadpool, Emily, you're giving quizzical looks. He played Deadpool in a different movie before the two current Deadpool movies. Okay. And that was in the, f- they made this Wolverine like, it was the first time they made an X-Men movie that was like not part of the main story and it was really bad. It was like this really awful movie <laughs> and he played Deadpool and the version of Deadpool he played is not this, like it's like completely different. Was from it the, the one where one. they were fighting on top of a, a reactor core yes, thing? Yeah, I have seen that movie. That's, but I saw the, Deadpool and that's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I saw the previously released version where it was like still green screen. Oh, because uh, it oh. leaked. It got leaked. Yeah, my, one of my friends in college watched it. Yeah, I, didn't, I watched it with him. I watched it. That sounds awful. I know. I mean, listen, I wasn't going to see the movie anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, the movie itself was bad. The whole thing about Deadpool is he's supposed to be like a smart ass and stuff, and they sewed his mouth shut in this movie. <laughs> it was like so stupid. Yeah. Um, and the character, it, the whole movie, was, it was a bad movie. I'm Anyways, sorry. I've seen it twice. <laughs> it's an X-Men movie? Yeah, so they made X-Men 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. and then they made... The wolf. Uh, then they made Wolverine. Well, or it was called Wolverine Origins, mm-hmm. and it was it was with Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds and some other people, and it was just and Le- uh, Leah Schreiber was sort of the villain also, and it was really bad. And then they made another Wolverine like prequel movie called The Wolverine, which is still not a great movie, but it's significantly better than that first. Like it's definitely it's like good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then. They made Logan, which is technically the third Wolverine solo movie. That's your favorite movie ever. Logan is not my favorite movie ever, but Logan is a really... It's it's like one of the all-time best superhero movies. Better than Spider-Man 2? Mm, uh, the, the, they're, they're close. I don't know if I... I don't, maybe it might be better. I'd say... Uh, I think Dark Knight, Spider-Man 2, and Logan are like the, the three best ever in... What's Spider-Man 2? Um, from like 2005? With Tobey Maguire? Tobey mm-hmm. Maguire. It's really good. I've seen that and I have no memory of it being good. It's Dr. Octopus and he's got the extra arms. That was a good spicy movie? Garlic. It's a good movie, yeah. You should, go, you should see it again. When did you see it? 
when it came out. <laughs> 13 years ago? Yeah. See it again. It's pretty good. Uh, it's considered, it's semi, it, it's pretty well known as being one of the best comic book movies ever. It's not, that's why Mike, I believe, asked me. <laughs> um, I don't know if I saw it, um, but I used, uh, I guess I still do. I listened to old episodes of Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew, mm-hmm. where teenagers call in with uh, their relationship and sex problems. Um, and Pat Oswalt and Brian Bosain were on an episode. They were on a few, like their classic episodes where it's super, super funny. Um, and they had just seen Spider-Man 2, and they say it's the best Kong movie ever. Yeah. No, I mean, it's at the time, when it came out, it was probably the best. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's only been, I mean, I any, anyone who says that there, there's a movie that's better, uh, there's a better comic book movie than The Dark Knight is lying, tr- is lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying, they're being, I'm, I'm making a very bold statement mm-hmm. on this podcast, but if you... You're being contrarian. Like mm-hmm. it's hands down the best comic book movie to ever exist. There's no re- like the only reason you'd say n- no is because you you know it's the popular choice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like saying like you know the second Godfather isn't the best. Like it's like saying Godfather three is the best Godfather movie, okay. even though we've universally determined that the third one is bad and the second mm-hmm. one is great. Um, and then I think I guess Spider Man two and Logan, they're a little more debatable to me. What the, what's the best? I mean, there's some Marvel movies that are really good. They're also really funny. And I'd say, like, I think Spider-Man 2 has its humor, but, like, The Dark Knight and Logan are very unfunny mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> like, they're very dramatic. And so they win those points of being, like, both enter- like enter- just straight-up entertaining for-, for the story writing and the acting and the drama and stuff like that. Uh, Emily, <laughs> what did you learn um, working at Buffalo Wild Wings? What a great question. What did I learn? Um, uh, um, to just do your job and then move on. Oh, Bill, Bill <laughs> Belichick. Okay. Never compare me to him. Five Super Bowls <laughs> as a head coach to as an assistant? Um, have you seen Damn. his... Uh, a wardrobe that he wears on national television? Uh, a hoodie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's so bad about that? It's a cool look. It's the cutoff part that's bothersome. Hey, you gotta you gotta let them shine. You gotta let those guns shine. I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to bring up Bill Belichick. Yes, you did. I know, I did. I got, um, I got double teamed once about being... Uh, I got two anti-Patriots uh-oh. people against me one time, so this is only fair to Emily. <laughs> you gotta do your job. Um. Yeah, that, I just like, like you just thing. have to... Like, you can complain about it, but, like, uh-huh. you're still there. Yeah. And you just got to make the best of Work it. Work still needs to be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People okay. still need their food. Mm-hmm. Um, you both worked in food service for your first jobs. Yeah. Did you ever have, like, an awful person who was just, like... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, customers that were just not nice. Yeah. Um, I also had some pretty great customers. Uh-huh. One time, I was when I was working at the one on Lane and High, which is on Ohio State's campus, uh-huh. um, it was a football, football Saturday, and... I was working a double, um, and they didn't give us a break at all, uh-huh. and I just wanted to sit down, and I had this table all day, mm-hmm. and like I was pretty friendly with them, and I was like, can I just sit down with you guys and drink my drink for a little while? <laughs> and they let me, and it was great. Um, we had such a great conversation. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I like when football fans are nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. Do your job. Do your job. Do your job. Matt, uh-huh. what was your first job? 
Um, my first job we've talked about a little bit on this podcast before. Uh, my first job was that I was a summer camp counselor. Oh yeah, in the Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. It was my first, in a way, my first four jobs because I did it four summers in a row before I got a a regular year-round job. Um, I did it when I was from age 16 through 19. Mm. Eight weeks every year in the summer from like the last week in June to like the first week in August or give or take a week on either end there. Uh, There were five weeks of Boy Scout camp. There was one week of Cub Scout camp. And then on either end, there was like set up and take down of, of the camp. And I was the, uh, I was the arts and crafts director. That's cool. The first year I was not technically, I was technically the arts and crafts, like just a counselor. You get a badge for that? Uh, for doing arts and crafts, you get Mm -hmm. a badge, not for being a counselor. I taught four, five different merit badges. I taught basket weaving, uh, leather working, wood carving, art, and, uh, woodworking. And for a very short period of time, I taught metalworking for exactly one week. What <laughs> they, happened? They thought we could teach the merit badge, but we didn't have like the supplies to do. Yeah, sounds dangerous. Like metalworking. I mean, it's 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 like, um, I mean, it's dangerous because it's metal, but a lot of the tools and things are not like it's a lot of like hand tools, so it's not a lot of power stuff. It's not dangerous in that way. Um, so no welding. I mean, I listen, we taught this for like one week because we realized we didn't have like the real supplies for it. So that was like a huge disaster. It was so stupid. I was like, why did you make us teach this merit badge we weren't clearly weren't prepared to, to do? Were uh, you, you were an Eagle Scout by then? Um, I became an Eagle Scout when I was um, just after I turned 18. The limit, you can't become an Eagle Scout after 18, but you can have your like... Um, um, you basically you do all the stuff to become an Eagle Scout and then you have to have a court of review as it's called. And that's when they like look at all the things and you can have that after you turn 18, as long as all the things that you had to do were done before you were 18. So I think, um, I turned 18 in May and then I think that's when my troop went to summer camp that year in like June or uh, July, I had my, my little meeting then. And so technically I guess I was an Eagle Scout for the last year and a half that I worked there, but the first two years I wasn't. When I was 16 and 17, I was not. You ever do CIT at YMCA, counselors in training? I was a CIT at my summer camp before I was a counselor there. Mm-hmm. So when I was 15, I, I, yeah, I was a counselor in training, but I only did it for like one week. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Was this a camp where you had to like, did you stay there the whole summer? I would stay there... Um. Uh, I would stay there. I had Saturdays. You get, you get Saturdays off. And so I would have to. <laughs> Sounds like jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'd work from like Sunday morning until Friday night. Hi. And you had to rotate. If some, You had to stay till Sunday morning as a, like some people had to be there. So you like once, once a summer, you'd have to stay over till Saturday. Uh, it was, it was really, I mean, it, you, liked it. you stay overnight, but it's fun. I mean, yeah. it was all like just hanging out with friends and yeah. chilling and that's nice. Um, Where was it? It's um, Treasure Valley. It's in Rutland, Massachusetts. Or it actually shares. It's in the middle of four different um, towns. Rut, Rut, uh, Rutland, Paxton, Princeton, and... Uh, Spencer? No. Um, uh, Oldham? Oak, Oakham? Oakham? Oh. 
and uh yeah it's in the middle it's in a va- it is in a, it's called treasure valley because it's in it is in a valley and there's a lake in the middle of the valley and on one side of the camp uh the west side was where they had cub scout day camp which ran all year all summer long rather and that was like you saying you bring your kids in the morning and take them home at night and then east side of camp which is where i worked and that also had cub scouts but it was like the older cub scouts and it was boys. if they did like They'd only come for like two or three, depending on how old they were, they'd come for two or three nights, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't come for like a whole week. And then Boy Scouts would be there for a whole week. And uh, Is that near Barry? Yeah, it's out that way. Uh, it's sort of, if actually the, the, the friendlies you used to work at, like that's the way I would drive out of, uh-huh. I would drive by that friendlies every time I'd go out there. So I'd drive into Rutland out holding that way and I would, it was like just uh, probably like 25 minute drive from where I lived. Um, what'd you learn? Uh, I probably learned lots of things. <laughs> I learned a lot what not to do and what to do, <laughs> uh, how to act around people. Um, so personal skills. Yeah. I mean, I did get, I mean, the things I taught, I got better at, like I can still weave a basket. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was the main basket weaving teacher because, um, oh, so I was going to, so the first year I was there, I was going to be just a counselor, but then the person they hired to be the director was really, really bad at their job. So I became like the de facto director. So like the bosses and stuff, would they'd always like communicate stuff to me mm-hmm. anytime there's like an event or something. And then starting my, and then, because to be a director, you were, spo- you were supposed to be 18, but even starting the next year when I was still 17, they made me director for the last, so the last three years I was the director. And, um, I've never been the director of anything. Yeah. This is my one this is my one chance to be the director. You're a director of your own life. Oh, that's true. Um but uh basket weaving was difficult for people. So I because I was also the director, I ended up that was just like, okay, it's to me honestly teaching it was the easiest job. I loved teaching it cuz it was it's so simple, but so many people had like a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. Um it was also fun cuz you could go to the water you could go to the like the waterfront area and because um, you have to make two kinds of baskets mm. you had to make like a three-dimensional basket kind of the baskets you you're used to seeing mm-hmm. and those are made with like the the reeds that you have to soak underwater to make them more Ooh. pliable like so, palm sunday you like palm sunday and we would go down to the waterfront and it was uh, you would uh, i've heard the term underwater basket weaving as like a joke um hobby mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever heard that term before no, it sounds like another derogatory thing uh but i would literally do, teach that we'd go to the waterfront and so we could sit and it was fun because it's like you just go and hang out at the, at the water and uh weave nice. baskets and then the other kind of basket was a um like a cane seat then you would sit like a canoe seat or like a oh. fancy chair and so like that's considered basket not a three-dimensional it's 2d um but I, you had to know how to do like the pattern and and do that part. And that is actually the merit badge with the fewest requirements because the requirements are literally make one of this basket and make one of this kind of basket. And people had a hard time with with uh, well, the the thing people had a hard time teaching was the three dimensional baskets. Once you get going, they're actually like pretty easy to do. Nonstop. And then the uh, the the canoe seat part thing is complicated because you have to like go in and out in certain lines and they have to crisscross in a specific way uh me as the counselor i had to and this maybe actually does feed into what i do as for a job now i had to be really good at like inspecting them to make sure people did them right or if they weren't coming out right people would come up to me and go like 
Matt, why doesn't my basket look right <laughs> or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I'd have to like spot like, oh, it's because actually you went like under here. And mm-hmm. so it screwed up the pattern. So I got really good at like eyeing little mistakes in something. <laughs> and uh, I feel like I'm good at that now because now I'm, I'm, I program websites and I spot, I'm really good at spotting um, errors and figuring out what went wrong. Uh, I was a tenderfoot in a first class. Mm-hmm. And a scout, which is before those two. <laughs> scout is no rank. Okay, yeah. Scout. So go scout, tenderfoot, first class? Um, second class, first class. Second class. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're a second class person that that's less important than being first class. <laughs> yeah. Tenderfoot's before the first, second class, right? Scout, tenderfoot, second class, first class, star, life, eagle. I made it to first class. Here you go. I hated it. I went to one on one trip. You had like a really nice time. I guess it's it's almost like informs like psychology. Um, I guess it's the way you look at it, right? Um, I think it's a lot of like what your early experiences are, mm-hmm. because like if the first camping trip you go on is bad, you especially as a kid you might go like I hate this, but if your first camping trip is good, then you might go like even if the even if like say like second camping trip is bad. Mm-hmm. You might still think, oh, well, the first one was fun, so the second one was like the fluke. But yeah. if you've only ever been on one bad camping trip, you might think this is what they're all like. <laughs> I quit right after. I went, um, like, to, we went to, like, West Point or something. Um, and I, um, uh, my, I was in it, my brother and his friend, um, who we all went to see Phantom Menace together. Um, <laughs> uh, we, uh, all joined at the same time. Um, I, I like hung around with them all the time. Um, and they did it cause they wanted to like, uh, juice up their resumes for college. Yep. Um, but they signed up, wait, they signed up when they were like 17. They, it was like, no one cares unless you're an Eagle scout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, it's none of us got past first class. I don't think. Um, but, uh, my brother couldn't go on this camping trip for some reason. And so I remember being sad about that. Mm. And then, uh, uh, so that he was like my connection to the older scouts. And so since he wasn't there, I had to hang out with all the kids my own age. Um, Ugh, that's the worst. I know. Tell me about it. And I remember being in, um, a bunk with, uh, this kid. Um, I won't say his name cause it's incriminating, I guess. Um, can I say his name? I mean, I wouldn't, but yeah. <laughs> You say you give him you... a pseudonym. Um, uh, um, Dimmy <laughs> Dibbins. Okay. <laughs> um, um, Dimmy Dibbins. That's a pseudonym, right? Yeah. I'm fine uh, with it. And I remember, because we didn't have pillows or anything, and so we would just, like, crunch up our clothes for, like, a pillow. Okay. And I, I just, like, remember being like, dude, like, I have a bed at home. Like, I should be sleeping in my bed. I was a spoiled little kid. I have a camping pillow. I don't know what is sleeping on a <laughs> sleeping on a bunch of clothes thing is. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's, I was unprepared, and I just remember because we had spam. We ate a bunch of spam before, and I just remember him farting because we like in my face like all night, and I was like, "This is literally the worst thing ever." Not only do I not get to hang out with the older campers, but I have Dimmy Dibbins farting in my face. And so that was that was it for me. 
I've gotten shit about this on the about saying this before, but I was a cool Boy Scout, so yeah. I I had Dude, connections to an oxymoron, isn't it? That's, that's what, what people say, that's but what people say. Um, but I was uh, even pretty young. I was like, I was chill with the older Scouts because I was very. I, good I, I was probably funnier then than I am now. I was very sarcastic oh. and I was mean and I could make people <laughs> laugh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Anyways. Well, that was my first job. I like this topic. I could talk. I, I, I feel like someday I'm going to really bring this as my topic because when I brought Boy Scouts as my topic, which happened one other time, I meant to only talk about the... Real Scouts. Uh, well, I was going to be the, about the, the service projects aspect of it mm-hmm. or something like that, but... I could really, I could go on and on. I worked there for four summers. I, I worked there was essentially a year of mm. my life was living and working at this camp. <laughs> Three quarters being a director. Yeah. And one year being a pseudo director, not the uh, the unofficial director. The de facto. Yeah. I have I have a million stories from working there because it's, it's freaking weird. You're there 24 hours a day. So yeah. you, anyways. I read, um, I never went to that long of a summer camp, but I would go to 4-H camp. And just to finish. What is that? It's like Boy Scout, Girl Scouts, but more farming based. I don't know. We had a 4-H camp next to our Boy Scout camp. That makes sense. It sounds like another jail thing. I went to 4-H camp. We had to like till the land and like pick up I mean, up we trash. didn't do any farming. <laughs> like there were farming projects you could do. It's like FFA and 4-H are like. FFA. I don't know what FFA is. Future Farmers of America. That's a Shaker Heights thing. Um, that's so Ohio. Wow. It, Go Bucks, baby. <laughs> um, so FFA, 4-H. I was never. I was not an FFA. I was in 4-H. Um, Sounds like Food Addicts Anonymous. Is that the real name? Of FAA, it? yeah. Anyways, but just to bring this back to Harry Potter, mm-hmm. when, <laughs> um, so the last book came out in between my junior and senior year, I think, and I was also going to, it was called Leadership Camp that week, and I was like, too bad, I'm reading this book what, the day it comes out, so I finished reading it while I was there, and like was very antisocial, and also didn't had had any sleep because I got it at midnight. Wow. You, so you, you just read it? I just read it all day. I mean, I would have finished sooner, but I had... I had another 4-H thing earlier in the day, and then we had to go to camp, but I finished that camp. Hmm. I cried a lot. Uh, about the book? or about just the book. Okay. Which one was it? It was the, se- the, the seventh one, Deathly Hollows. Sorcerer's Stone? Deathly Hollows. <laughs> I'm pointing to my ankle because this is what the symbol is. Oh, uh, okay. Philosopher's Stone. Emily has an Illuminati tattoo. <laughs> yes. Also Deathly Hollows tattoo. Um. Which I got with my sister-in-law. That's fun. She says I don't mention her enough, so. Oh, okay. Hey, sister-in-law. I feel like we talk about, I feel like, I feel like, not, not I feel like we talk about people that aren't on the podcast too much. <laughs> I Like, we always, we just, like, bring them up, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I'd feel remiss if I didn't bring up Alex. We brought up Alex Simmons on every single episode of this podcast. Really? <laughs> and it just, it happens. I don't know. We refer to previous episodes, and we say, like, oh, with such and such, and. He was just at a pop-up Arizona tea thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most Alex thing I've ever heard. Um, I love and that's how what it was LaCroix. His whole family has like different style beards. It's so cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, my, my, I don't think my dad's ever had a beard. My dad will grow one. Really? My, my dad's never had a beard. In the wintertime. My brother's always had a beard. But like shorter. Like 
A lot of people in my family have said that they can't grow the hair between their head and their where their sideburns, like there'd be a gap. Like the fact that I have sideburns is sort of an anomaly for my family. Like that that the temple area is like a place that the hair doesn't always grow, or not the temple, a little lower. But where you're, so like you're, yeah. So their beard mm-hmm. wouldn't connect to their, like there'd be a just a little gap. You follow, guys? You're yeah, looking I'm at following. me. Like, I do follow. I'm yeah. just your your headphones are kind of covering up that yeah. area. Uh, well, my I don't have this problem, but it's like this area won't like connect. I'm pointing at my. Yeah. I'm pointing at the place I've been describing this whole time. <laughs> the top of the sideburn. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I don't. And that's want, the reason they don't grow. It's because I, I think so. I think so. It's, people have remarked it's like a genetic thing. People have know, remarked that my weird. sideburns connect, which is true. They, my sideburns do connect to the rest of my head. <laughs> um. So just to wrap up the conversation about first jobs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Brantel, did you enjoy your first job? I loved it. Okay. You enjoyed your first job? Um, yeah, right into the end. The last year I didn't like. That's why I didn't do it anymore. Mm. <laughs> um, and I enjoyed my first job, although I was done for. I was ready for it to be done. Yeah, mm-hmm. got to do your job. Got to do, gotta do, do your it. job. Did you have any last remarks you wanted to make on it? I just want to say that this was an incredibly enjoyable and lovely conversation. You're gonna make me cry. And what is this, Harry and Meghan's wedding? <laughs> I'm gonna say right. I'm gonna say right now, this is my cup of tea. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um. Oh, great. Okay. Well, uh, Michael. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being on the podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me. Don't. Do you have anything to plug? Um, if you enjoyed um these musings, you can check me out on Twitter at MJ Brantle. Cool. Cool. We did it. MJ Brandle. Um, okay, cool. I just said um again. I'm hating myself every time I do it. I say it too much on the podcast. Anyways, Emily, did you have anything else? Oh, wait. We have Corrections Corner. Yes. Yes, we have Corrections. Yeah. We have Carly's Corrections Corner. Yeah. Um, What's the theme song? Uh, we, I, don't think I, I don't think I've come up with one. We don't, we don't have Carly's Corrections Corner. We don't have this every week, so we haven't had a theme yeah. song yet. Um. So this is from Laura, Laura Minor. I almost said Laura. I know, because that's, that's my sister-in-law's name. Laura, is it Minor? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hi, Matt Emily. I loved episode 10 with Alexis. Alexis. Mm. As a fellow true crime enthusiast, I want to clarify something that was mentioned. And I have to say, I'm so glad she clarified this because I kept meaning to look it up and I never did. <laughs> um, I also love the story about the guy who was found on the found dead on the beach in Australia. But the case was called the... Taman Shud case or the Summerton man. Taman Shud means the end in Persian. It was printed on a piece of paper found inside the dead man's pocket. The paper was discovered to actually be the last page of a book called the Rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam. It was ripped from a copy of the book, scribbled with indecipherable code, placed in his pocket, and the book discarded in a car in a nearby car still gives me chills thanks laura <laughs> laura um i got chills just hearing that this is my wife who lives with me i still told her to send me this <laughs> correction to an email to tbdpodcast at gmail.com so if someone as close to me as that i will tell that to let it be known don't send me the corrections yeah. send them to tbdpodcast at I, gmail.com i have to say i do this to my mom too she'll be like i have something to say and i'm like 
Send it to the pod. Mm, yeah. Send it to the pod. Send it to um, But I really am gl- am glad Laura sent this in because I really enjoy it. I don't I don't enjoy the case because someone did die. Mm. But it's like a very fascinating case. And like this man had like some sort of condition and this family in, in America thinks that um, that he's their dad because they have the same condition and like it's like related through the case. It's fascinating. Yes. I love true crime. We'll check out episode 10 with Alexis. <laughs> Will do. We discuss serial killers. Yeah. I love it. And uh, Tar... No. What's, what's the other time? Oh, campfires. Making campfires. You can hear more Boy Scout stuff in that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that I think is a wrap on this episode. Uh, again, thanks, Michael, for being here. Thank you. Bye. Uh, I've been Nata Armando. I have been, and I think I will continue to be Emily Riggins. And this is TBD with Matt and Emily. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>